Next on News for the Soul, Stariel Astrology with Anne. Anne is a full-time professional astrologer who uses both Western astrology and Vedic astrology. She has been practicing since 1993 and has a large international clientele. That said, she always welcomes new clients and engages with each individual on a deep personal level. Call in today for your free readings with Anne, 646-595-4274. That's 646-595-4274. Please welcome Anne back to News for the Soul. Okay, I got cut off as soon as we started going. Here I'm back, and let's see if we've got Anne on the board. Anne, are you there? I'm here, but I can't hear you very well. Okay, I will turn up the volume on this hand. I, I got bumped off the regular way, so I'm on a different way. But I'll, I'll switch better. it up when you get. The, I'll switch it up when you get the next caller on or the first caller. We have a few on the board ready to go, but let's get you to okay. uh, your preamble, and we'll go from there. Well, it's just lovely to be here tonight and talk to you. And this is a a quick two-week session because of the holidays and all the technical problems we have. This does seem to be a period where technical problems are rife. And today is a big example of them because Uranus is exactly square the moon. And Uranus causes disruptions. So patience to all of you. We're also having communication problems having to do with possibly a bit of anger, and that's again related to Uranus and Mercury being in a relationship with each other, which tangles the wires. So let's see what comes up in our readings tonight, because we may or we may not be talking about current issues. We may be talking about historical issues or future, but I just need to mention that for today's energy period. Uh, energies. <laughs> okay. So well, if you get dropped up, off the board, call back in. If anything happens, just go with the flow and keep on dialing. Don't give up. Um, we're going to go to area code 651-708. You're next in 203. You're after that. Believe me, it's worth the wait. 651. What's your first name? Where are you calling in from? Hi, this is Christiana. Hello. Hi, Hi, how are you, Christiana? I'm good, how are you? Can I get your birth date? Oh, I'm doing great. Can I get your Uh, birth date? It's 1-13-86. And do you know what time of day you were born? I think it was, I think it was only three in the morning. I couldn't hear you very well. What was that? I think it was, um... Like three in the morning. Okay. If we've got a real estimate, we might as well go with noon. But we. What do you think? Are you there, um, Christiana? Why don't you just, yeah. Why don't you just take somebody else and then get back to me so I can ask my mom um, what time okay. I'm for. Okay. Okay. We'll put you back on hold. Okay? Um, yeah. We'll come back to you after the next call. Okay. Okay, thank you. All right. There you go. No problem. Let's go to 780 next. 780, what's your first name and where are you calling in from? Uh, my name is Barbara and I'm calling in from Illinois. And my birthday is February 20th, 1956. 
and I was born at 12.18 p.m. Okay, and what city were you born in? Chicago. Okay. Sounds like we've got good data here. Um, you have a chart that shows that that you um, you work your butt off. You're a hard worker. You may be a Pisces, and you may have a lot of ideals about career, but you work hard. It's an interesting chart. Your moon is in the 12th house, and that combined with your Pisces sun makes you a very very spiritually inclined person, which shouldn't surprise us being on um, Nicole's show. And your son is exactly trying Neptune. So you have unusual psychic abilities, Barbara. What is it that you're calling about today? I um, wanted to call about um, a career. Okay. Um, There's been a change in the career situation because Saturn has just crossed the career part of your chart. And Saturn is about uh, separations in some cases. It's about additional responsibilities taken on. It's about dignity or respect. I would say if you're looking for a new job at this time, you're likely to be very well received. Um, so that's, that's, that's the first look at career. So let me go to your questions about this as we continue. You there, Barbara? I'm here. I'm sorry. Yep. Okay. Are you in a job situation right now where you're looking at changing your job or quitting? Actually, I'm looking to start a a career, a business, working with um, animals. And um, this is a good chart for that, too. We've got a nice sextile in the sky that affects your chart directly between Saturn and Venus. And Venus is money, and Saturn is about your responsibility and dignity as a career. This is a good time for you to step into a career that my guess is when you say working with animals, I imagine that there's some sort of communication going on between you and the animals. Is that correct? Correct. And energy healing work, correct. Okay. This is a strong, good time for that. Um, Let me look at your chart and see. Neptune is trying your sun exactly. I mean, that's really strong because Neptune rules your 10th house, and your son is on the cusp of the 10th house. And Neptune is about um, non-physical things like psychic energy or healing energy. You've got a strong chart for that. The other thing is the other ruler of Pisces is Jupiter, and Jupiter rules your sixth house of health and healing. And interestingly, you've got an aspect in your chart right now which Saturn is exactly one quarter away from the Saturn. The Saturn in the sky is a quarter away from your Saturn. That first quarter is a crisis of action, and it's about taking responsibility. And Saturn in your sixth house of work 
and also a feeling is it means that even though you're a psychic and a bit of a woo-woo lady, you are grounded because that Saturn in your sixth house is going after knowledge. You don't just do this. You study this. Um, you've got a really good chart for this right now, Barbara. You've got a good chart with it by birth, which is the first thing we have to ask. But the timing is excellent right now. How about healing even for myself? Because I have a um, a condition, we'll say, and okay. I need some real healing. Yep. A Pisces sun with a strong influence from Neptune is going to have health problems that are of a, a dissolving or degenerate. It's not like this is not a, what am I saying? It's not an arthritic condition, although the Saturn or the sun could contribute to that but it's more of a degeneration condition. And so you do have to use your psychic energy on that, and you do have to use, because Saturn is in the sixth, outer authorities, in other words, professional, medical professionals of one sort or another to help you handle the chronic issues. Um, The thing about life on Earth is it ain't never perfect. (laughs) And you've got a ton of a lot going on and you've got a really strong chart for the kind of work you want to do. But the health issues are going to be one of the questions that you're looking at long term. Um, education, because of the health house is ruled by Jupiter. It's with Pluto. Jupiter with Pluto says that you have the ability to heal yourself. So, because Pluto is self-regenerating. It's a, you know, it's a meltdown. It's a death rebirth cycle. But it means that you can pull out of anything. So that tight relationship, which relates very directly to the Mars in your sixth house, Mars being action in your bloodstream, you've got the ability to self-heal. But this chart also suggests that you, you, you get the, the support of professionals in that. I think this is a process that will continue for a long time in your life. And it's not mm-hmm. going to stop you. It's just going to frustrate you. It's not going to go away? Well, let me look at your Indian chart. And that, um, I'm going to have to get your birth data again, so hang on just a second. Because I have two systems, <laughs> two systems that I use, and one of them is Western and the other is Indian. So, okay, we've got Barbara and the date again. 22056. 18 p.m.? Yes. In Chicago, right? Right. Okay. So the sixth house has Saturn in it. It also has um, a planet in it that suggests that you... Even if your health is perfect, you will always find something that you're not satisfied with. And this is a, this is a, it's not a psychological problem. It's a built-in birth problem. And so the, the spiritual lesson is to learn to question your own discomfort. This, to ask yourself, am I making this, I don't mean hypochondriac stuff, 
But it's the worry that I'm talking about. It's the worry that this is going to lead to something worse. This is going to lead to something worse. It does look like it's a fairly long-term condition. But it doesn't look serious to me. It just doesn't look serious. The sixth house, and the sixth house in, that's the, that's whether the fruit tree is beautiful to look at. This other chart I'm looking at in the Indian system says, well, regardless of what the tree looks like, how sweet is it in your life? And with that, we've got a lot of sweetness here. We've got Mars, Jupiter. Again, we're seeing that huge, strong ability to self-heal. So I would say your key, and this is very important, again, for that Pisces. You guys on this show, on this on, on Nicole's listening group, are so many of you are hearing the same thing because we've got a type here. We've got a very spiritually oriented type. And the spiritual orientation also has to do with material world illusions or delusions. And so the big issue is to understand that that perfection perfection isn't on offer when we come into this physical world. All we can do is, well, I think the president has said, don't compare me to God, compare me to the alternatives. You know? So we've got to say that about our lives and about our health situation, about our other things, because when we start looking for the perfection that the idealistic Pisces expects, because that's a true case in the spiritual world, it just doesn't happen to be material. But when you bring that spiritual orientation into the material world, you can be quite disappointed. And there's no need to be. You don't need to expect heaven on earth. You need to expect good enough. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, It's just kind of hard because um, it it is a very serious and negative condition. Now, I'm not saying it's going to stay that way, and I embrace that it doesn't. But uh, from what other what you, people... What are you dealing with, Barbara? What are you dealing with? I have a uh, a mass. I have more than one mass, and then it's, and it's mass... Um, uh, what do you call it? Ma- I can't even think of the word. Magnetized? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. This is... This is not an unusual Piscean-Neptunian issue, not to say that every Pisces needs to worry about this, but it is resolvable. It is, you will be able to continue, let's see, about longevity, Jupiter's aspect in your ninth house. Okay, Um, we've got a Sun-Jupiter exchange, which is really, really strong, ninth house, your religion is your support here. Yep. So, and and it's it's solid. It's an absolutely solid re- support. I mean, this is beautiful, and it's a beautiful chart picture of of this. Let's see, six. Jupiter. And Jupiter rules the second and fifth house. So you will have the money to support this. You're going to feel like the money is there for you to support this. And that's that's the biggest fear, I think, 
do you do you have social? I mean, do you have Medicare yet? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big deal. Oh, I yeah. would say deal with the issue. Deal with your faith. Jupiter in your third house in your Indian chart says your own self-education will help. And I imagine what we're looking at is, is um, I can't remember the woman's name. Her name is also Barbara, though, about healing. And uh, sorry, I can't pull that out of my head. But there are books that you can read about energy healing, and that's going to be very accessible to you. But work with the medical um, doctors, too. You, oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the issues for cancer right now are so much better than they were in your childhood that it isn't the kind of problem that it would have been even 20 years ago. So you're in, in a much better position for healing. It's not fun. It's a pain in the butt or the neck or wherever you want to put that pain. But it's not unresolvable. And you've got, again, that I'm going to refer back to that Pluto-Jupiter is ruling your sixth house. That's self-regeneration, self-healing. You're going to do. You're going to do good with this, Barbara. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, it's been a concern. It's been a big concern. Um, well, again, we've got know. that issue of worry. We've got that issue of health worry. And what I would do if I were in your position, what I would try to do, because I've been in a similar Rahu as the planet I'm talking about position. I would say that your worry is your prod to make sure you're doing everything you can. And once you've done everything you can, then you you let God handle it. Right. Yeah. I, like I say every day, thank you for waking me up. And when I say God, I'm not talking about whether it's God or Allah or Jehovah or whoever, the supreme being, whatever it is. Right. Absolutely. I get it. Yeah. So that's more of the concern, and that's why I just feel with the animals, it helps take away anything that I'm feeling that's negative or um, concern. Just working with them just gets me into a whole different level of energy. i got to tell you something else about your career. In your Indian chart, Venus is in your 10th house. And it's in its state of exaltation. And it's also the ruler of the 12th house. And that's the house of spirituality. It's also the ruler of your 5th house, which is the house of money. This really speaks to using your spiritual abilities to create a strong career. Now, right now in life, we are in a Mercury period. And in Indian astrology, each part of life is ruled by one of the planets in the chart. And right now we are in Mercury-Mars, which is, you know, getting off your butt and doing something. It's doing something that your mind has come up with. Mercury is your ruling planet. I'm going to look at one other quick thing. No, it's not, it's not your money or your not money planet. It's just your ruling planet. So that makes it very strong. You're, you're in good shape. You're in good shape for this career. You're going to be successful at it. You're going to love it. And your health is manageable. You're going to come out of this situation health-wise. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Show, but yeah. 
Yeah, that's how I feel. You know, um, I, I keep you that thought. I keep you those can trust your intuition. Yeah. 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 I I don't I don't try to go to the negative. You know, where can you get like a chart from you? Um, a chart to be for what? Uh, like a, to do a chart. Um, what do they call them? Um, uh, an astrology well, chart. Well, that's what I'm looking at. Is I'm looking at your charts, and if you want to make an appointment, and we can go into a lot more detail, I'd be right. very welcoming. Yeah. So you can contact me at anne at stariel s t a r i e l dot com, and stariel dot com is also my website. So you can you can read a little bit more there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Um, sure. For, for and your I, time I want to tell you and and the other listeners that when I do a reading, I use Zoom and record the Zoom, so we can see each other and you can see the charts as well. And I record all that and send it to you. Oh, that's great. That's great. Um, well, thank you and thank you, Nicole. Um, I very much appreciate it. Right, You're so welcome. And let's go back to 651, see if we have the time of birth sorted out. 651, I forgot your name. <laughs> oh, Christiana, right? Christiana. Yeah, it's Christiana from Minnesota. Okay, so your your birth time? 5.02 p.m. I'm glad we didn't go with 3 a.m. And what city were you born in? Maplewood. Minnesota? Yes. Okay. And do you need my birthday? January 1366, right? 1986. 86. I had it written down. I just couldn't read it. Yes, that's what I've got. Okay. okay. You are a Capricorn. You know that. You've got Sun and mm-hmm. Venus right next to each other, which makes you charming. It gives you beauty. It's a structural beauty. It's like you've got a graceful body. It, it, you're, you People see you as beautiful. You also have a mind like a steel trap. So we've got some really positive things going on here. Your ruler, your chart <laughs> ruler is Jupiter. And Jupiter is in your third house, so you're very inclined to knowledge and information. And here we've got that Pisces theme again because your moon is in Pisces. And that makes a big difference because your previous moon at 3 a.m. was in Aquarius, which is a different animal. So this Pisces moon is in charge of, let's see, the eighth house. And the eighth house is a kind of a... I, I like eighth house because I like secrets. And the eighth house is about secrets. It's about what we call occult knowledge. But our modern interpretation of occult means not quite it. Originally it meant hidden, very sophisticated hidden knowledge. And so your moon is so perfectly inclined to gain that kind of knowledge and information. Your career is its beautiful. In fact, it, you could be in a financial career. 
because Venus rules your career point, and it's right next to a Capricorn sun, and Capricorn is about management. So you could be in money management of some sort. Um, Venus also rules your sixth house of work. So it could be um, customer relationships or something having to do with money. You could, you could work in a bank. What is it that you do? Um, I'm currently unemployed, but I was um, actually thinking about starting a business for making desserts. Okay, I'm not hearing every word you're saying. Starting a business for what? Making desserts, like candies and pies and stuff like that. Well, the second house is about money, and Capricorn ruling that with Venus in it does have to do with making sweet food. Um, I, as, a career, as a career, this let's see, Saturn is, where does Saturn live? Saturn lives in your 12th house. The 12th house Saturn is going to be a little bit in your way. So what you need to make sure, Saturn is about strategy and caution. And we can extend that and say backup plans. So I'd like to see you have backup plans. Um, One thing that will help with that is to do desserts that have a foreign um, inheritance, I mean, like making desserts from other countries or making desserts that appeal to That's crazy that you said that. That's crazy that that you said that because I was going to make Persian desserts. Okay, you've got it then. You've got it then. And you're going to attract a lot of foreign customers. So this is, you've got the pieces and you've got the chart to support them. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. And also, in addition to being sweet desserts that are pretty, they will taste wonderful. They will be beautiful also. I mean, they're not just sweet, but they're going to be you know, physically, beautifully attractive. Awesome. So good for you, Christiana. And I'm glad we got the right time because it made a lot of difference in understanding your chart. Is there somewhere I could get a hold of you later? Uh, yes, yes. My email address is anne at dariel, S-T-A-R-I-E-L dot com. And you can email me or you can go to my website, stariel.com. And either way, ask me something and I will get back with you. We could set up a chart reading. We could. That's how we get started. Okay. Well, thank you so much for the reading. And thank you, Christiana. How are we doing, Nicole? Okay. Here we go. Let's go to uh, 203, I think you said was next. Amazing readings, by the way. You can always tell when you're you're getting it. They're sort of like do that deer in the headlights thing. <laughs> Let's go to two or three. Like that's really specific. <laughs> um two or three. What's your first name? Where are you calling in from? Hi. Uh it's Pat from Connecticut. Hi Pat. Okay. Hey. Um, can I um give you my son's birthday? How old is your son? Uh forty five. No, you can't. 
<laughs> Why? It's, it's um, inappropriate to do charts for adults, for other adults. They can be your son. And the reason I ask the age, if they're still your dependent, we can look at their chart because you're responsible for their lives. But if we just look at their lives from their chart, we are snooping. Well, now I can look at your chart and see how your 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 the issues having to do with children look, and yeah. we can get a lot of information from your chart. And there are remedies if you are concerned about something needing remedies. There are remedies you can do, right, for your chart that will help your children. Is that something you would want to do now? Um, sure. I I talked to you twice before and I was blown away so much and I told my son I said next time I'm going to get yours on and I I ask for readings for him and then I share them with him so but I understand what you're saying but yeah Um, if 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 we do it on email you can have him send me an email that says yes I want you you know I give my mom permission yeah we can't snoop we can't snoop (laughs) okay all right uh, so do you will, your, your readings are um, some of the things you come up with are really remarkable. Okay, so mine is um, seven twelve nineteen fifty three. Seven twelve nineteen fifty three, and the time of day? Eleven fifty one a.m. in New Haven, Connecticut. I thought when I heard your voice and your name, I thought, I think I've talked to her. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. We've got your chart here. Let's look at children. Okay. It looks to me like your first child has some issues that are um, that are not stable. There's some instability going on. It's more of a worry than it is a real thing. You still are you there? Um, we just lost oh. Anne. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, everybody, stay put. Uh, hopefully, she knows she's not and she's not talking to herself. Email her and um, some audio for listening pleasure while we redial. soul begins its 27th year in january 2024 find out our latest news at newsforthesoul.com okay i think we're back (laughs) carrying on welcome back in oh thank you i have no idea what happened i'm glad you found me again (laughs) we got you (laughs) pat are you still there i am yep Okay, so that's the first thing I see about you and your, your, your children. I'd say one of your children but most likely be your first child has some not normal characteristics. They're not necessarily bad. It's just not something that you expected or that you're accustomed to. Is that fair to say? Uh, we left 
before you got disconnected, we you went from um, a word to then worry, and that's all we got. That's all I heard. Okay. So you are worried about conditions having to do with your, your child, probably the first child, but it could be other children instead. And, okay. and what you worry about is something that is not quite normal. Now, there's not quite normal can be a very good thing. It's just how do you relate to it? And it looks to me like this has to do somewhat with a communication issue or maybe we could even call it a dyslexia type issue. You're still um, there? On his part or my part? Okay, I'm trying to get this. Um, I can hear both of you. <laughs> you should be hearing okay, each other. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just wanting to check this out before, because we can interpret these things in a number of ways, and that's just the first obvious right. one. So I right. wanted to check. On his part or my part, this dyslexia, or both? You think both of you may have dyslexia? No, I'm, I'm asking you what you're seeing. I'm not sure. I, I'm seeing it in your, in your son, not in you. Okay. Okay. What I'm um, seeing, what I'm seeing is for you, you're a careful thinker. You don't jump into things. You are cautious about your thoughts and communications. You're not the kind of person where if somebody says something weird, you've got to come back immediately. You you come back in about a week and it's too late, right? Um, yes. In general, yes, that's true. Okay, so are we looking at a dyslexia issue with your with your child? I don't think so. Um, I was always grateful that he had Taurus rising because he's very cautious and he's very pragmatic and very uh-huh. sensible. And me being an artist, he is too. But me being an artist, I never was great at teaching him things like that. So I was so grateful he kind of brought that in with himself. I do think um, there might be dyslexia on my part, maybe on his part. I do remember a teacher um, on a, you know, when he was very young, parent-teacher, the teacher telling me, try to teach my son to talk in sentences. And I thought, that's kind of strange. By the time I got home, I realized, oh, that's me. I you know, I'm thinking so much, and I'll start a sentence mid mid subject, and, and he I just used, it. He, he used to roll his eyes at me, and because of mm-hmm. the way I talked. But then I think I taught him to be to talk the same way. So that's all I can give you about that. I mean, there may be dyslexia. There may even be slight slight bipolar on both our parts. Um, but I think there's. It's an interesting chart because in both the fifth house of your birth chart and the fifth house, and I'm looking at your Indian chart now, and the fifth house of the chart representing children, we have Rahu, the north node, in the fifth house, and the fifth house is the house of children. And so we've got this Rahu theme, and right now you are in Rahu Dasha, which is a long Dasha, and you only entered it in April of 23, so it'll go to 2041. So this is an energy, and my experience of Rahu shows me that it generally gives a feeling of 
it's not enough, it's not quite what it should be, and, and the truth is that feeling is only a feeling, it is not a fact. And my guess is over the last year, you've been, you've been uh, scratching that itch. It's not enough, it's not enough, something's not complete, something's not right, something should be better. Is that fair? In my life? No, for, uh, about in, in your thoughts about yeah. your children. Well, I mean, we did have um, much more sort of difficult years, and it's finally actually getting better. But, yes, I do, yes, I do worry about him. Yes, he does um, deserve more. He's had some misfortune, and um, I think, you know, he started out. In fact, I did get uh, his chart done, and the person talked about his chiron happening at a very early part of his life, which was difficult. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, the, the man saying, you know, it's over with. But unfortunately... Um, no, it's it not lot- over with. It's not over with until after you're um, about 55. But so- I mean, that. okay, the, the main difficulty he had at a young age versus, he, I think he also said sometimes with, with Taurus's things, maturity and understanding doesn't come till old older in life, but because of what he went through, he matured, you know, very quickly. So I think you are picking up on, um, you know, some things that happened that were very difficult to deal with and, and in a way continues. What, what I'm picking up from the chart is that you have entered a period of a lot more worry about, I'm not talking about strife or anger, I'm just talking about worry about your son. Well, and and I'm okay. also and I want to say one other thing. I'm also hearing that several things that people have said about your son, you have attributed to yourself instead of him. And I don't have any astrological insight on that, but I, it, it's it came up in, in several instances about the communication and about the other astrologer saying something to you that you said, well, that was true of you, but not of your son. So there's something funny going on in there. And partly, I think it may be because the moon in your birth chart aspects Rahu, aspects your fifth house. It's a powerful moon, powerful mommy you are. I mean, this is important. You've been a mother probably to this boy, whether he was a boy or not, in other lifetimes. I mean, this mother thing is really strong in you. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think you've got as much to worry about as you think. And, you know, something I said to a client the other day who was worried about her adult daughter, you gave birth to this soul. You gave him a place in life. You gave him a life to live, and it's his job to live it. Right. So you have Um, to allow him to live his own life instead of you living it for him. Yeah, this may clear it up a little bit. I actually started going to psychics because when he was very, very young, I started getting feelings that I was going to lose him. And it got so bad that I literally was feeling this every single day. And I just couldn't, I didn't know how to cope. 
I went to a psychic. And that's how I started with psychics. And in fact, it was a premonition. I almost lost him. Um, And I remember, you know, one psychic saying, you know, Pat, I see him married to a woman almost as tall as he, you know, how can you, you know, still fear that he's not going to be around. And and that kind of settled me down a bit, but I I think I did have a premonition. I think I was, I think you had a memory because you've got Saturn, which represents loss in your first house and Rahu is aspecting that Saturn. So I think you may have lost him as a son, as a husband, as a parent. You may have lost him traumatically in another lifetime and you're carrying that forward with you. I agree with you on that. I, you know, when I look at the license, lessons that we bring in in our lives, I can almost see a whole trail with him and a whole trail with me of how it makes sense with what we're struggling with in our lives now. And, yes, you're right. I do worry too much. It is his life. And, yeah, it's strong. Mother I want to give you another word of reassurance. Uh-huh. This fear about losing him is Rahu, the warrior, aspecting Saturn the planet of loss. It's not the planet of loss affecting your son. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So yeah. I think really you're you're reliving something from your mutual previous lives. He may or may not be aware of that. He I think is extraordinarily close to you. Yeah. But he I also think he's looking for independence. Absolutely. Yeah, I've spent the last two or three years learning, you know, okay, I'm a mother, but I need to back off. And I, and it is his life. It's been a lot of letting go and, and learning on my part about all of that. Yeah. And now, women um, are nurturing mothers while the children are at home. And then they are mother figures later. Right. You're the woman who gave birth to him. You're the woman he loves because you raised him. But it's not your job anymore to direct his life, to fix his life. To It's not your job. It's his job. Right. Hmm. I, it, I get tough. Well, you tough. know, <laughs> I, I didn't think I was. I know that he needed separation, and we did kind of separate, and we're sort of coming back on his terms, and his terms are, yeah, I'm interested in the arts now. I'm interested in astrology. And, and um, you know, he even said to this guy that did his chart, yeah, this was always in the background with my mom. So, yeah, I always have the sense. He's finding himself now through these modalities and because I've been into it for so long we just share stuff you know he'll send me an That's email right, of recording yeah. so I think I think we're doing okay with that I try not to well he certainly puts you know me what in I my... would suggest is if you um, want to do a reading for your son I would suggest you do it with him that either he be on the phone with you or that he be on the phone on his own but right. I think it would be good to have you both there. Hmm. Okay. Well, to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I certainly yeah, see. It, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. 
That, no, that's it. I, I, he's certainly, you know, I certainly see the mother-son or the mother-child relationship and how at a certain point it can become poison if the mother's still, you know, hovering and, and trying to. Um, it's not be, poison. It's just none of your business. <laughs> right. But I, I saw um, in him at one point where I thought I could be a friend and he reacted so strongly to it. And I thought, wow, yeah. this is, it's almost like poison to him. This is the wrong thing for a young man that's, that's growing up. You know, they don't, yeah. the mother, yeah. it's not a good thing to be, to have around. Yeah. Men don't often have strong feminine friendships. Um, unless it's a, it's a, a romantic partner. And that's part of the difficulty that's going on here. You're a mother, you can't be a girlfriend, you know? Yeah, right, right, yes. Well, I think you're right on about what you're picking up. Um, hopefully we have progressed, you know, to, to a healthy place where we are enjoying each other. I think we are. Um, yeah. And, and, yeah, there is worry, and I know that's his life, but there's now worry about, you know, just finances with him and what he's trying to do with, Building his life and um, his Those family. His choices, though. I know. I There's know. nothing wrong with making. If you feel like he's making a mistake, if you feel like he's not doing what he should do to be secure, everyone has a right to make a mistake. It may not be I, a mistake. I don't think any of that. I'm just wishing the okay. best for. Wishing yeah. the best for. And sometimes, yeah. being too much of a mother of wishing, hoping yes. for the best. Yes. That's all. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, good for you. My heart's with you. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Appreciate it, Okay. Nicole. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, thanks, Nicole. It's good to hear your voice thanks, again, Pat. Nicole. Thank you. Thank you both. Yep. God bless. Good to be. Good to be here. Good to be anywhere at this point. Uh, let's yeah. go to. Oh, okay. I'll just let you know it is going to be brief. Um, let's go to nine one four. Next nine one four. What's your first name? Where are you calling in from? Uh, excuse me. Hi. What's your first name and where are you calling in from? Nally, and I'm calling in from New York. Okay, and what's your birth date, Natalie? 630. Year? 63. 630 of 63. Is that right? Yes. Okay. What time of day were you born? Uh, at night, uh, I don't know the time. Okay, I'm just going to roughly put it at 6 p.m. And now I'm going to go to noon. The reason I can go with noon is it's halfway through where the moon is during the day. And as you can tell from um, Christiana, she thought she was born at 3 a.m. and she was born at 5-something p.m. Or anyway, something different. So what city were you born in, Natalie? Manhattan. Okay. So I have your chart here. What can I help you with? Oh, I just wanted to know. Um, what did I want to know? Oh, yeah. If uh, if I'm going to uh, settle down with anybody this year. This year. Okay. We have. I'm going to make sure the planets are. 
the kind of question that really kind of needs a birth time, but we'll do what we can. Okay, in the, in the sky, the planet, it's an asteroid called Vesta, which is basically the, the sacred hearts, the, the, the sacred flames in the temple, the sacred hearth. So it's about creating a spiritually strong home, whether it's a physical home or a, soul, a home for the soul. That planet is right between your Venus, the planet of love, and Mercury, the planet of thoughts and communication. So we definitely have this as a theme right here. Now, a cool thing is Saturn, which is about stability. It lives in your fifth house of romance. And so it suggests that romance comes later in life than earlier in life, but it exactly trines Vesta and your Venus. So I can't tell you that it's... Mm -hmm. Oh, now I remember something. Um, My Saturn natally, because I I can't remember the time, but natally it's in my second house. So I know that for a fact. Okay, so we need Sag rising. Let me... trying to find a, a place in second house Aquarius they told me okay so I've got six Capricorn rising okay and that that puts your Venus this is telling it's a good year for money. And it's a good year. You could meet somebody through work. Cool. Your moon is it's probably an early, early Scorpio, but you're, this is going to depend a lot on when your birth time is because it's right at the beginning of Scorpio. So if you feel like you're fairly private and extremely intuitive, then we've got Scorpio. If you feel like you're, you always put on a friendly face and you avoid conflict like the plague, then it's going to be Libra. What do you think? <clears throat> um, actually, split between the both of those right down the middle, but I would say closer to appreciativeness. Boy, I couldn't hear a thing you said. Um, <laughs> try it again. <laughs> Of the two descriptions you gave me, I am absolutely both of those descriptions right down the middle with a tinge leaning towards the secretiveness. Okay, that tinge of secretiveness, I think we'll put us in... So what I'm going to look at is I'm going to look at Mars, and Mars is very close to Pluto in your chart, which means that... And, and Uranus. You've got an interesting pattern here that says if... You are told you have to do something this way, or if you are confronted by somebody, it incites inner rage. 
Not that you will express it, but boy, does it light that inner fire. It does. You're right. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking here for partnerships, and I'm not seeing it this year. But we do, as I said before, we have the, po- the strong possibility of making a home with somebody you love. That sounds profitable, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it, it, you've, got a, you've got a neat chart, and I think we're, we're wrapping it up right about on time because we're almost out, aren't we, Nicole? <laughs> have I possibly met this person yet? <laughs> I'm sorry. I missed that again. Have you possibly what? Met, met this him. person yet? Have you met this person yet? It's yeah, possible. Like astrologically would it show? Yeah. Yeah, it's possible because we've got Mars trining in the sky, Mars and Mercury trining your Mars mm-hmm. right there in the first house, and Mars and Pluto are right together. And boy, if you've met this person, the chemistry is hot, hot, it is. hot. It is. It is. Okay. And I would suggest, as hot as this chemistry is, you don't make commitments that involve finances, which is likely to be marriage, which is likely to be living together. Living together might not be impossible, but I think this is going to be too hot to last. That's okay. Better than nothing. Oh, yeah. It'll be fun. I'll tell you that. It'll be fun. <laughs> Oh, on that note, uh, that's, that does bring us to the top. Thanks for calling in. Let us know how that goes. Call back in. We want to know. Yeah, yeah I will. <laughs> all right, great. Well, thanks, Wonderful. Thanks to all of you who called in. And we're, we've added a couple minutes on, so you have some time for shameless self-promotion, Anne. Well, as several people asked today, the way to reach me personally, and we can spend you know, a good hour or 90 minutes just looking at details in your chart and details of your past life that are influencing you today and perhaps into the future. Um, the way to connect with me is to email me at anne at stariel, S-T-A-R-I-E-L, that's stariel, dot com. Or you can go to my website, which is simply stariel.com. And we can talk about having a reading. We can set up times. We can go ahead and do that. This is what I love to do. I do it all the time. And I'm happy to do it with people I don't yet know. Yay. Well, we can help with that. Let's get you on again next time. And it was great to connect with you today. We'll see you next month. You too. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye for now. Anne is all linked up at newsforthesoul.com. We're back with more after this. News for the Soul begins its 27th year in January 2024. Find out our latest news at newsforthesoul.com.